This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And these are some of Lisa Rinna's 25 things you don't know about her. <laughs> Have you seen them? No. Okay. Her favorite print is leopard. Okay. Her favorite foods are cake and tacos. Okay. And then this, this is my favorite thing. Secretly, I'd like to be a hairdresser and an aesthetician. The skin the skin thing? Yeah, she wants to work at a spa. Good she for her. She wants to work at a spa. I love it. Seems doable, honestly. That's that's kind of normal. Anyway, how was your weekend? <laughs> it's good so far. <laughs> Pretty good. Big plans? Going to watch the Golden Globes tonight? <laughs> are you going to watch the Golden Globes tonight? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I like offended our friends with my food choice. Did you notice that no one responded after I wrote? Yeah, you're, because it didn't sound like, it didn't even sound, you didn't even try hard to make it sound like a, a movie. What do you mean? It was really did, funny. And for first they killed my father, she did. I'm going to make first they ate my burrito. That's hilarious. You're not even matching the syllables. Like at least do like first they ate my Jarlsberg. At least it sort of sounds like father. Literally, it do, you don't need to get that close to get the you effect of knowing it. No, that's not you true. Do. That's not true at all. That's not so true at all. You can't pick Angelina Jolie's Netflix. That was what the, the f- you make a golden. Globe that's for. what the fucking funny part about it is. I'm First actually mad at you. Brie. It's like really. I thought it was like really funny. I think it's really. Funny. First they ate my brie. If it was a if it was a uh, two syllable cheese, maybe I'd be able to forgive you. But it was a one single what? one that, syllable cheese. First of all, you don't even know what you're taking a point with. Like you can't even decide what you what like what the problem is, which means there's no problem. It doesn't sound enough like the it doesn't sound enough like the movie. Yours doesn't even sound like anything at all. I'm doing Peaches of Gideon instead of Visions of Gideon. Mm, I don't which know. Which is a song. Mm, I don't know. I thought mine at was least funny. It matches it. No, in I honestly no, you're wrong. Mine's good. It's first like, they ate perfect. my brie. Yeah, you're now you love it. <laughs> No, I don't yeah. love it. No, it's good. I'll eat it. I love brie, but first they ate my brie is like... <laughs> no, it's funny. It's funny because I was looking through the movies and I was like, I want to choose like the stupidest one. I was looking at Boss Baby for a long time. I was like, I really don't want to make anything for this party. Like I'm going to bring brie cheese baby. or something. That's not funny. It's as funny as first they ate my no, brie. No, that's funnier. <laughs> Because you're like, oh, what is she talking about? And it's like, oh, that really like sad and controversial Angelina Jolie documentary released by Netflix. That's funny. I'm not sure. I'm still not sure I'm on the same page as you. But I will, as I said, I will be eating that brie. <laughs> Maybe, you know what? Maybe you're not allowed to. Maybe okay, fine. Then you're not allowed to have any peaches of Gideon. Oh, uh, well, you know, maybe, you know, peaches are not what even in season. Else making? Anything? No, I don't think anyone else cares. What's new, honestly? Like, <laughs> Lala will make something. I just, Christine will make something. I don't think anyone else is as, you know, I don't see any other names. I don't see any other puns. Uh, Lala did say she expected mostly peaches. <laughs> Which are out of season and it's like two degrees. So good luck to everyone on that journey. Canned peaches. Canned peaches. Nobody wants to eat canned peaches. That's disgusting. I know, but that's if you have if you've had like a, a true southern peach cobbler, you had you had it with canned peaches, I'm sorry. And you were like, Wow, this is delicious because it's soaked in I'm like just saying, sugar jelly. Okay, but like that's the only food that canned peaches are fine for because it's made with sugar. Like what like there's just you can't there's not a ton out here for peaches right now. There's probably some sort of instant pot cookbook that's like instant pot canned peaches. I can't wait for like the entire meal just to be like disgusting other versions of like can- <laughs> like everyone just brought canned peaches. I was like, ah, 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 and then we have to eat canned peaches. See, at least mine is like not. Everyone peaches. brought a, everyone brought a different cheese. First they <laughs> ate my uh, mozzarella. First that they would- ate my. Bobby, that's hilarious. Think of an entire cheese plate, and it's just first we ate, and it's every single cheese. I mean, I'm not gonna no, buy so a- many cheeses, but like that would be hilarious. Okay, well, TBD. Let's get started. (laughs)
Neo Trailer. Lindsay, who is Baron Davis? Wow, I mean, I feel like it's been so long since this photo, this photo came it's been out. Like a week. It's been like a week, but we've had things to do. I hope they're still dating. <laughs> oh, they will be. Yeah, they they're are. They're still dating. Um, the funniest, like, tweets on this were, like, coming from either side. So it's, like, either you knew who Lauren Dern was and you didn't know who Baron, Baron Davis was, or you knew who Baron Davis was and you didn't know who Lauren Dern was. It's, like, the most perfect couple <laughs> like for sports that purpose. Twitter, yeah. sports Twitter and then, like, everyone else Twitter. Like, sports Twitter is, like, oh, my God, he's dating that woman from the new Star Wars, you know? And then, like, everyone <laughs> else Twitter is, like, she's dating a basketball player. Like, that <laughs> Like, is he still playing? Like, yeah. So we obviously came from the sports side. Just kidding. We came from the Laura Dern side. Mm -hmm. Obviously. Come on. Where we were like, oh, look at him. He's holding her. Like, instantly iconic photo of him holding her purse. I know. And like, we just, yeah. It seemed like they, first of all, they knew the camera was, the, the photographers were there. How could they not? Of course. But they played it up in the best way. Like, it's like styled well. Their PDA is like cute and like not too intense. They're immediately age appropriate, which I think is the first thing that always like gets me. It's like immediately age appropriate somehow, right? Like right. they look age appropriate. It's like he's younger, but not, not much younger. And also like he's a new person, like did not know, like, did not know New who he person. was, like, did not recognize him for any reason. Don't forget Laura Dern has one of the best dating track records of all time. Like, never forget. Like, Laura Dern has dated Common. Laura Dern was married to Ben Harper. Who else? Laura Dern. Who else is she? Jeff Goldblum, I think, for a while. Uh, no, yeah. Billy Bob Thornton. Which Billy Bob great. Thornton. Okay, fine. Except for Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton sort of fucks up the entire thing. <laughs> she was young. She was very young. Did she date um, Kyle MacLachlan? Um, maybe briefly, maybe briefly. I always look at who's dated who and like, you know, that site's like never actually She did date, she did date Kyle McLaughlin and so Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum and Kyle McLaughlin sort of bring it back up, bring her back up. Ben Harper, Jeff Goldblum, Kyle McLaughlin. Common, recently. Common. Then you've got, you've got, uh, Nicolas Cage. Like, uh, she's young, she's making But it depends on when, depends on when, depends on when, depends on when. But do you know the story behind, um, Laura Dern and Billy Bob Thornton? No. Did she did did um, Angelina Jolie steal him from her? Yes, but <gasps> but it's the first way they stole my boyfriend. Am I right? On. First they stole my boyfriend. Do you think it's funny? No, you're not gonna no response to that. Okay, fine. I thought it was funny. It's fine. Yeah, so it was it's really fine. it was really messed up. She was dating uh, Billy Bob Thornton. And then, you know how, like, Angelina Jolie married Billy Bob Thornton? They were married for, like, two minutes, and then... Yeah, they, like, swapped over. blood. <laughs> yeah, they swapped b- blood. They, like, fucked in a limo on the way to, like, the VMAs or something. Remember that? I we mean, fucked on the car on I'm the way sure here. I'm sure they fucked <laughs> a lot of, like, public places. If, like, the um, limo was, like, probably the least of, you know, But safety she concerns. was dating... Laura Dern was dating Billy Bob Thornton when Billy Bob Thornton decided to dump Laura Dern and just spontaneously, impulsively marry... Angelina Jolie. So listen to this quote. It's really fucked up. Laura Dern says, I left our home to work our home. They live together. I left our home to work on a movie. And while I was away, my boyfriend got married and I never heard from him again. (laughs) That's like the better story of like when Taylor Swift got dumped on the phone. Like that's like a better (laughs) version of that. Like that's real. And then she says, it's like a sudden death for no one has there been any closure or clarity. Oh my god. So Laura Dern was completely fucked over by Billy Bob Thornton and then she was like, I'm only gonna date like hot good guys from here on out. I mean, it's did she date Goldblum right after? 
Or did you I think date Nicolas Cage before. right after? Okay. Goldblum came before. I think Goldblum was because of Jurassic Park. And Nicolas Cage came before, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. well, good. As long as she didn't date Nick Cage after. Before you go on, we had, because we're not, like, good enough. We're, we don't even, like, talk about Baron Davis at all because mm-hmm. we there's no way we know anything um we had our friend jeff who loves sports and understands us call in and explain why baron davis is good why well, he loves he loves baron davis so he wanted to call in hey bobby and Lindsay, it's jeff uh, i wanted to call and give a brief explainer as to why baron davis is such an exciting boyfriend for laura dern um I think the primary reason is obvious that Laura Dern is dating a professional athlete 20 years younger than her. Um, and I think any time an NBA player gets mainstream acceptance, it's exciting for NBA players uh, when they cross over into some other realm. But Baron Davis is particularly a fun player because he was, I don't know, always a fan favorite. He led this really fun underdog team at the end of the uh, or in, in the 2000s uh, the warriors beat the mavs in the playoffs it was back when the warriors were this underdog squad but he always just seemed like a nice guy i think he went to ucla he is involved in like producing documentaries he seemed to have a personality outside off the court i think in general if you're going to pick an nba player from the pre- previous generation who recently retired who is going to uh date an actress in his in her 50s uh baron davis would be pretty close to the top of the list i don't know it's just uh just a nice story to see you know baron davis a guy always smiled always said it was a lot of fun uh to find a little bit of happiness so thank you jeff for that call great information great details i love how much you love you just get very giddy when you talk about baron davis and i think that's sweet i think it just shows it shows the reaction to like both sides of the coin which is like laura dern's fans i think that's how everyone feels about laura dern too like it is a similar emotion yeah you're right it is Mm -hmm. and people like i think people always laura dern is one of those people that i think everyone's sort of uh subconsciously been rooting for for decades sure and it wasn't until you know, this year that people realize, wait, like, wait, I have loved Laura Dern my entire life. I have to let this all out. You know, Big Little Lies dated many things, but one of the things that it did was, like, shine light on on some actresses who were solidly A-list but not getting respect. Nicole Kidman mm-hmm. and Laura Dern. Mm-hmm. Two, that's true. I think that's, I think it did that, that thing. Um, and the last few things I want to mention about uh, Baron Davis is that he went to this like sort of um, like fancy Santa Monica school. So he knows uh, a lot of famous people who are his age, like famous mm. actors. One of his good friends is Kate Hudson. One of his good friends <laughs> is from, from high school. And one of his good friends is um, Cash Warren. Wait, Kate Hudson and him are the same age? Or they're just like some, oh. Um, yeah. And then he was formerly married to Jordana Brewster's sister, which what? is funny. Weird. Isabella, never heard of her. Um, but it's really funny. So Cash Warren is obsessed with him. I, it seems like if you Google Cash Warren, Baron Davis, Cash Warren talks about Baron Davis all the time. And I think it's sort of like it makes him interesting because one of his best friends is a really famous basketball player. Um, but it was even in his 25 things where he says, I won the basketball state championship as a senior in high school. Having Baron Davis as a teammate may have helped a little bit. Um, and then he said this quote I thought was weird. Here's a kid from the hardcore inner city, and now he's all around these. He's around all these rich white kids at one of the best private schools in the country, and yet he still had a street swagger that was pretty cool. Imagine talking about your friend like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Who? I don't even know who Cash Warren is. I know he's, he's just Galba's husband. But what does he do? Anything? He's a producer. He's oh, a producer. I always thought he was a basketball player too. Okay, he's not. He's like a 
he may have been a basketball player at one point, but he's currently no, a producer. I don't think so. He's one of those vague, like, I'm a Hollywood producer. And that's right. Like, like, I never know. I'm a producer. I never know who he is. Okay. So, right. So, Cash Warren, they're like, Baron Davis, we love him. Everyone loves him. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Moving on. Robin Wright is dating a Hawkeye <laughs> named Clément Giroudet. Giraudet. I mean, I'm more like their photo. The only, the best photos of them are taken at this, like, basketball game. Basketball game? <laughs> and she's game? like, I love it, I love it, I love it, I, I love mean, it. It's hockey, she I looks think. like amazing. Like, Robin Wright, like, I don't even care who this guy is, but, like, she looks, like, amazing. She has, like, short hair and bangs, and, like, she just looks, she looks, like, this... younger than me. Like, she looks younger than me. The action shot of her taking off her coat is, like, the winning photo on an America's Next Top Model episode. <laughs> you know? I know. She's, like, smizing somehow. <laughs> yes. I know. And her new boyfriend's really hot. Who is he, Bobby? He's the VIP relations manager for Saint Laurent, which reads to me as though, like, he takes people out to dinner. Which seems like great because he probably took her out to dinner. Um, yeah. And the other best thing about these photos is that sitting right behind them is Kourtney Kardashian and her new boyfriend, Eunice. So it's like Eunice. clearly like no one gives a shit about like Robin Wright and her new boyfriend because everyone's like taking photos of like Kourtney Kardashian and her new boyfriend. Right. So these photos are from September and no one really noticed until December, <laughs> the end of December. Everyone was like, because wait, everyone was focused why on... is, is Robin sitting in front in front of Courtney? Wait, who's this hot guy? And they're with their son, um, Hopper, her son with Sean Penn. Oh, he's kind of cute-ish. Um, sure. <laughs> moving. Rude. <laughs> moving, moving on. Can you imagine what um, they said to each other? Like Courtney and Robin, did they like even interact? No, no. Oh, I bet they didn't not. say no, shit. And I bet, and I bet Robin was very rude about it. And she probably was very satisfied. She was like, I didn't say a word to her. I wouldn't. I would never say a word to a Kardashian. Well, I feel like she didn't even know she was there. I didn't even think, she wouldn't even know. Like, She oh, would say that? that she didn't know she was there. She okay. would say that okay, she didn't fine. know she was All right. There. Okay. I think you're, um, you're really conflating her character with her, <laughs> with her characters. There is an order to things. That's what we do here. We keep order. The world is built on a wall that separates kind. Tell either side there's no wall. You bought a war. What's next? This is all you. No, I just thought this was funny. But like, this is just like a good look inside the celebrity, like, you know, a factory. So, uh, Gorga's the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> You might know of Gorga's homemade pizza and pasta or whatever from New Jersey Housewives. That's um, what's her face is Teresa and her brother Joe Gorga. That's their and Melissa and yeah, that's their restaurant that they opened like last season or whatever that like no one really cared about and still no one cares about. <laughs> Anyways, it's closing. But the funny thing is that the quote that Us Weekly got <laughs> is from the source. Whatever, whoever the source is, it's probably Joe Gorga himself. Is really funny. It says. Joe is done with Gorga's homemade pasta and pizza, a source tells Us Weekly. <laughs> the actual owner of the restaurant and Joe worked out a deal where Joe would get money if he lent his name and image to the restaurant, but the owner never made good on his end of the deal, so Joe is done with the restaurant. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. That's why. That's what I felt. Also just shows that just like these like celebrity restaurants, like watch like watch out. Like they aren't actually like have you been to Joanne's? I don't know. Just saying like <laughs> You have, haven't you? Yeah, I sure have. And like Who's paying like $30 for a bowl of meatballs? Not me anymore. Well, I did. <laughs> anymore. I, you just did, did it once. That's I enough. I did once. I'll never do it again. I do like their lawyer also talked to us, which is like, that's a sign. Something's wrong if your lawyer is yeah. the one doing it. I mean, they the, must if be. If your lawyer is spending so, time yeah. talking to us weekly, come on. They're but probably says, like suing them. <laughs> 
But he says, they are looking for a bigger space, more conducive to the original vision they had for the restaurant. But that's also like, no. I just feel like that's bad business to be like, well, one failed. We The problem was it wasn't big enough. <laughs> we, <laughs> like, I assure you that wasn't the problem. We didn't spend, we didn't spend enough money on this. Um, and also, one of my favorite relics is the Instagram for Gorga's homemade pasta pizza is Gorga's Pasta. And it's really good because it has like maybe mm, 10 pictures, like four from the opening and then some are of some gross food. Like there's a close up of like a chicken cutlet and some pasta and it says happy Saturday night. Then there's like a close up of some other pasta and it says delicious. <laughs> it's I mean, great. No, I mean, I love pasta. I mean, ugly pasta is going to still be delicious, but this looks like I made it in my house. Yeah. It's nothing special. That's what I'm saying. All it just but you can tell but you can tell there's a disconnect between who's running the place and like the, the people who own it who are like probably not there. I love this one of Melissa and Teresa and it says, Here they are <laughs> <laughs> And it's like Teresa in like a sexy red dress, like hand making pasta. And it's like, mm, yep, that's machine. that's exactly how your pasta gets made. That's it. Here they are. Can you imagine them back, like, in the back of the restaurant, like, doing this every night? <laughs> Making the pasta. Here we go. A woman who looks vaguely like, I don't know, she looks like Olympia Dukakis meets Melanie Griffith, and she's just eating cake. It's like, okay. Happy birthday, Nani. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, it's it's Happy great, birthday, Nani. It's great. It's really great. I'm the framed you. photos above the bar at Gorka's Homemade Pasta and Pizza are horrendous. Well, that's what it's like also at Joanne's. <laughs> It's like, it's weird. Anyways, celebrity anyway, restaurants I would eat that. I would eat weird. the hell. I would eat the hell out of that chicken parmesan. Let me tell you. I know, the uglier the chicken parmesan, the better. It's true. Like it doesn't need to be pretty. It's just like it's a very sad Instagram now that it's closing. <laughs> At least get a good camera. R.I.P. Gorga's homemade pasta pizza. Teresa Giudice, Melissa Gorga, and Joe Gorga have officially opened the doors to their new restaurant, Gorga's Homemade Pasta and Pizza. The restaurant, which opens in East Hanover, New Jersey today, features standard Italian staples, a variety of specialty dishes named after their children, black and white family portraits along the walls, and so much more. Gorga's Homemade Pasta and Pizza, Joe Gorga and Teresa Giudice's East Hanover, New Jersey restaurant, is closing less than one year after it opened. But now we have to get onto the the meat and potatoes of this episode, which is the Golden Globes. I know. I'm sorry. Whole... I'm sorry. Not meat and potatoes. Brie and potatoes of this episode. <laughs> the brie and peaches. <clears throat> the brie and peaches the of this episode. Yeah, of better. The, the brie and peaches of this episode. Golden Globes. Um, they will have aired yesterday. So again, we're really bad at award shows because we always do them late. We do these as like educational for you to have like known what, like for you soon you'll know what happened. Because right now you're 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 reading all the headlines like oh Timothée Chalamet won and you're like who the hell is that Timothée Timothée Chalamet Timothée. God every time anyone says his name I'm like oh God can we just call him like Tim <laughs> Tiny Tim Tim Tim, Tim Shal Okay so who are the who's of this year's Golden Globes There's so Timothée I, I went through like the list of nominees and I was pulling pulling out names To be fair there's like actually not that many names that aren't big this year because right. I think of. Yeah. Big Little Lies and The Post and like kind of these like A-list vehicles. So really, there's just like a lot of names or a lot of thems at the Globes mm-hmm. this year. The ones that you might not know. Do you feel like Sally Hawkins is kind of hooey? I feel like she might be. I don't think she's hooey in a traditional sense. But no, you're, she's right, definitely you're right. You're less, right. You're she's right. definitely less famous than the other women in her category. Like has she, what was her big, what was her big Happy role? Happy Go Lucky. Happy Go Lucky was oh. the one that she had a lot of Oscar buzz for. 
Okay, but like didn't actually get any Oscars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember that. All right. So I, th- I maybe not Huey. I don't mean Huey. I mean like name recognition. Like I didn't really – I could not place her before this. I was kind of like, right. oh, that woman. And now she's she's in Shape of Water, so she's the one who's like mute and like wants to have sex with the with the monster man. I have still <laughs> no spoilers, seen it. please. I haven't either. I haven't either. I haven't even either. Um, then we have obviously Timothee Chalamet <laughs> and Army Hammer. Who we um, discussed them both at length. I don't. I feel like we shouldn't give yeah, them. Let's not. But more I time. do love that. So you can always tell who the who's are by who Us Weekly decides to like feature because they're also doing the same type of coverage we are. And I was looking through Us Weekly, and of course, uh, Timothee Chalamet. Five things to know about Call Me by Your Name actor. So we know that he's a who because Us Weekly literally is like, yeah, here you go. Um, <laughs> Margot Robbie and Saoirse Ronan in the same category. Look at that. We, you got her name right on the first I was try. just gonna say I feel like I've now pre- I've like passed the hump like I've gone over the hump Saoirse. of recognition that I, I look can at this, like I look at that I look at that absolute like utter disaster of of, of vowels and I know exactly that it's Sersha. and all but also when I say Margot Robbie I'm still not sure if it's Robbie or Roby so so I'm still I'm still stuck I'm still not sure if she matters, though. That's that's my problem. Anyways, Us Weekly still thinks Saoirse's a who because they have a headline where you might have seen Golden Globes nominee Saoirse Ronan before, which is rude because it's like, why would I have to see, like... You'd seen her all over the place. You've, You've seen her all You might have seen place. her at the gym. You might have seen her at Pilates. You might have seen her at the pizza place or at Gorgo's homemade pizza pasta. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, Hong Chow is the other one. She's from Downsizing. Oh, Downsizing. No one you liked that movie but me. Yeah. Isn't she good in it? I liked it. Everyone, but she's everyone says, great. even even people who don't like Downsizing are like, Hong she's Chow's great. good in it. She's great. She's great. The next is um, Ansel or Elgord, <laughs> my baby, in the lineup of men is like truly a miraculous because I don't know why they use their like passport photos for this. Like, do you do you notice that? Like the photos they and they're all passport photos. Hughes is like his Oscar photo from five right. years ago. Like Golden Globes <laughs> is like the dating photos of like it's like people are somehow they're getting these photos from like Wikipedia or not. Like it's very confusing. Ansel's this is, is definitely a passport photo. This is on the Golden Globes website for with all the nominees. Like I recommend you go there and look at all their photos. The whoiest photo is for the whoiest person. Like Ansel's, they definitely like screenshot it from somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Steve Carell's is like backstage of some like right. Q and A. Yeah. Daniel Kaluuya's is fine. It's Daniel Kaluuya and James Franco's are just like recent red carpet shots. So um, Ansel Elgort and Daniel Kaluuya are probably the two that you wouldn't know. Maybe I mean mm-hmm. I feel like everyone loves Ansel, or maybe I'm just biased because like I'm number one and, stan. And everyone saw Get Out in a way that everyone didn't see Baby Driver. Like everyone saw Get Out. True, and but but Us Weekly has Daniel Kaluuya five things to know about the Get Out star, so they don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. He was what I didn't know. I knew he was on Scans. I didn't know he was a co-writer too. Did you know? Oh, I didn't, no, I didn't. I just know him from Black Mirror. That's where um, most people who saw Get Out knew him from Black Mirror. No, I don't. I don't watch Black Mirror. I don't like it. But the um, first season, you didn't watch the first season. No, it I was didn't. buzzy. I, I watched. I watched up until the pig, and I was like, I hate this. No, I watched up until up until the episode where the couple has the thing in their brain that yeah, lets I love them like, that. replay memories. I was like, no, this fucks me up. I can't watch this ever oh, again. And I never well, watched it again. It's supposed to fuck you up. <clears throat> I never even saw the Bryce Dallas Howard one that everyone loves. Oh, it's fine. Or the, best... the uh, Gugu and Batha Raw one. The best one is Domhnall Gleeson. That's the, from the first season. The Domhnall Gleeson one. Okay, you're still working on... You got you got Saoirse down, but it's, his name is Donal. It's Domhnall. It's Donal. <laughs> Donal Gleeson. It's <laughs> Donal Gleeson. It's the Give it a couple years. Give it a couple years and you'll be on I still think Ed Sheeran's Irish. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Donald Gleason. Donald Gleason. Donald Gleason. Donald Gleason. Donald Gleason was so funny. Did you see Star Wars? You did, right? 
The new one? No. Yeah. Oh, he has like a funny. They like. They like. I love he's him. like a. He's like a bad guy. He's in the uh uh uh, uh whatever you call it the fr- yeah. the the order. Yeah. What do, you, what do they call him? I don't, I don't know. know. He's he's like Kylo Ren's boss, but he sucks. And um, and I he's in the first one, but they make him more of a pipsqueak. Like he gets punched a lot. Like it's like get out of here, and he'll he'll say something really pathetic. He's really funny in it. Please watch his back, Black Mirror. It's really beautiful. Um, I speaking of Donald Gleason and Saoirse Ronan, the Irish people. He is Irish, right? Yeah. I'm not insane. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, I tweeted at my fave. Um. Irish journalist who I follow on Twitter, Amy O'Connor, love her. She once did like some deep dive on some conspiracy theory we talked about here once, but I already forget what it was. And I said, are you so proud of your girl? Like, I was like, is Ireland like care for Saoirse? Like, how do you guys feel? And she wrote, so proud. If she wins any award, she'll become our patron saint. And then there will be a backlash because Ireland is too small and we can't handle people becoming too famous slash big for their boots. (laughs) I love that. Like, that's that makes so much sense. That's like exactly it. So. Sad for Sersha. Happy for Sersha. Sad Saoirse. for Sersha. Um, <laughs> remaining who's, we've got one, the screenwriter for The Post, which is funny. The Liz two Hannah, screenwriters for The Post. The two screenwriters. Josh Singer is more of like a veteran screenwriter. He came Where'd to they like come from? fix it up. She came from nowhere. So she's a true who, which is really funny because The Post, everyone involved in The Post is like the most famous person in Hollywood. Right. Except her. Right. Um, and she was literally, the. she just wrote it for funsies for like a spec script. It's very lucky she Logan. Thought, she thought it would get her an agent. And she wrote the script, and it was passed around. Amy Pascal read it. Amazing Amy reads it. She says she read it on a Friday afternoon and bought it by Friday night. Wow. Amazing Amy still doing the work. <laughs> Imagine your phone ringing, and it's like your agent or someone being like, um, I have uh, Amy Pascal on the phone. Right. I'll throw my phone against the wall. Right. I love it. Um. Anyway, that's interesting. No, it's Amy just, Pascal. It's, it's funny in a world, in a movie that's all about thems. It's the themiest movie of the year. And it's by, funny that it started home. with this who? Liz Hannah. Yeah, it's like Logan Lucky, which is written by like no one. Still, everyone thinks that it was written by oh, Soderbergh's yeah. wife, wasn't. but it wasn't. Speaking of, why wasn't that movie nominated for anything? It was fantastic. I love that movie. I've seen it twice. Um, like, it's so good. Okay. It's really good. Best um, original song. My favorite category in any award any, any award season. Like, I just love best original song. You have like a bunch of stuff I don't know, but then you have This Is Me, like the iconic song, which will definitely, mm, which could win. <laughs> The only thing that could win over it, I think, is the Coco song because people are like, oh, I mean, oh, Pixar, I saw Coco last night and that. it's fucking amazing. Like, I'm not in, in, I'm kind of, I like held off on seeing Coco because I was just lazy, but like, Coco rules. I haven't seen it yet. How's um, that song? Oh, I've heard the song, but how rules. is it in context? It's amazing. It's great because the whole, the whole thing is about like, mar- like Mexican mariachi singers and bands. And it's like, so it's, it's kind of in that style. Mm-hmm. And then they have a, a Miguel cover that they released as like, you know, like Demi Lovato did Let It oh, Go, yeah, but yeah. no one cared. But there's like a Miguel cover that's really beautiful. So it's like kind of it's sung in, in many versions. It's just, it's a great movie. Um, the star sung by Mariah Carey, which will never happen. Like it's not going to happen. Sorry. The Mary J. Blige song, Mighty River Probably won't happen. Mm. Probably won't. It could. It could. It could do well at the Oscars, maybe. But this is me is going to win. It do you sucks, think that they could? Is they would like recognize it because they're not going to recognize her for acting and like they, everyone really wants. Yeah. Well, to. that's what I was thinking. Also, like Mary J. Blige has a history of recording really good songs for movies that don't get anywhere. Really. Um, case in point, The Living Proof from The Help, which is amazing. Oh right. Uh, she also recorded I Can Do Battle by Myself from the film I Can Do Battle by Myself. <laughs> Whatever you think about that movie. Um, no that comment. song was really, really great, and no one cared. She right. write, she writes good movie music, and it never gets recognized. Let me worry about me, and you worry about you. I don't need no one to put me down. I'm off the ground, can't get no lower. And I don't need no 
people are idiots. People are so stupid. And that movie is making so much money, and I, and I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. I, yeah, we really, like, it really came <clears> to bite <throat> us in the ass. The predictions that it was going to bomb. We were wrong. It's terrible. Um, um, people, you guys all have bad taste. Um, my best favorite, limited series. My favorite come up of the Golden Globe season would be the show The Sinner. <laughs> if you live in New York City, you know that show from literally only the posters in which Jessica Biel like is wet. And it's like, did she do it? She did. But like, why? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, no, no one knows why. No one knows why she did it. But so what like, did she do? Literally, I don't know. I never The Sinner. It's like the most hilarious A-list list of women like for best performance in limited series, you have all the big lies women, right? So you have the few, you have feud women and big lies women. Um, Jessica Lange and Susan Renner flanked by Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon. And then far right, you have Jessica Biel. <laughs> Jessica Biel. Is it limited in series? Cause it had like five episodes only or something. Cause no one wanted to watch it. Like, I don't understand what we're yeah, doing here yeah. anymore. I mean, it, it makes her look like a sinner for being among those Ugh. among those ranks. I mean, looks you, like she did something wrong. You said this before, but like USA, which which channel had the sinner? Oh, USA. Someone like you know greased the pockets. Can you grease yeah, pockets? Someone someone took the the entire Hollywood Foreign Press out to dinner and was like, "Hello, hi, USA, <laughs> recognize me, please. Hello, hello." It's true. Like truly though, Jessica Biel has been like working extra hard. Okay, um, the other like who's of TV that have somehow made golden into the Smilf. Golden Globes list are Smilf, which literally premiered like a week before the Golden Globes nominees were announced. So I don't understand how that happened. Um, I mean, and that's Frankie Shaw. Christopher Plummer got a, Christopher Plummer got an award for a movie that he filmed like two days ago. True, but like you know? Smilf like had. Been like anyone had barely watched Smilf. Smilf just mm. happened. It's on Showtime. It's like about a woman from Boston. It weirdly co-stars Rosie O'Donnell. I've seen one episode. My dad really likes it. It's one of those shows. Everyone says it's really good. It's fine. Um, then you have Rachel Brosnahan for Marvelous Miss Maisel, which is that Amazon show that everyone loves. It is very good. Not like everyone it. loves it. You know who doesn't like it? Who that correspondent? Yeah, well, she's uh, wrong. Uh, Amina, Amina hates Marvelous she's Miss Maisel. She's wrong. She was, in case you don't know Rachel Brosnahan, I know her from House of Cards. She played also named someone named Rachel. She played Rachel in that and yeah. was very good. Like the most interesting, one of the most interesting characters in that show. Yeah. Um, then you have Catherine Langford, who's the star from 13 Reasons Why. I remember that show that came out mm-hmm, a million mm-hmm. years ago. Um, and the woman from Outlander, Catriona Balfi, who I never can pronounce. I think she's also Irish. Please don't quote me on that. Outlander, one of my favorite shows, but this woman is never going to win anything <laughs> except for mm-hmm. the popular vote because no one, no critics care about that show, but fans are obsessed with it. Like me. Okay, let's play this game. Okay. So I have a game. I have a game. I have a game. Um, it's based on my most favorite concept of award season. Well, one of them, I have many, which is the Miss and Mr. Golden Globe, which is mm-hmm. like this like nepotism award. It's unbelievable. It's like, mm, well, it's not like, even an award. It's sort well, of like a burden. It's a, ne- it's a nepotism opportunity. Yeah, okay. You know, it's a nepotism. And this year, they're, they're changing the name to Golden Globe's ambassador. Yeah, that's not going to stick. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you know that? Oh my god, I had no idea. Like, like they're mis- removing the gender yeah, elements of it. Now it's like now it has no gender. So good luck with that. No one's ever gonna call it Golden Globe's ambassador it's because still stupid. And no one ever calls it Mr. Golden Globe, even though there are Mr. Even though Golden, Golden Globes. Globe's ambassador is like objectively a better name. Yes. Um, of it's course. just like who like it's don't try to make it sound like an honor. Yeah. So Ambassador to what? In this case. In this game, I'm going to give you the year and the couple, and you're going to have to give me who the Golden Mr. or Miss Golden Globe was. We're going to start okay. easy. We're going to get a little hard. Oh, my God. And then I have some fun facts about um, the ones that are a little bit harder, like what they are up to, because it's kind of okay. like... I'm not going to do well at this. I'm okay. going to tell you right now. But you're going to... I'm starting easy, and we're going to get a little bit difficult, okay? Okay. 1982, Bruce Dern and Diane Ladd. Who is the Miss Golden Globe? Oh, Laura Dern. Laura yep, Dern. Yep, that's correct. Miss Golden Globe. Yep. 
1996, uh, Freddie Prinze and Kathy Elaine Cochran, who is the Mr. Golden Globe. <laughs> Freddie Prinze Jr.? That is correct. Jesus. 1975, Peter Griffith and Tippi Hendren, who was the Miss Golden Globe? Melanie Griffith. That's right. Speaking of Melanie Griffith, 2006, Don Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, yeah, you got it. 2009, Bruce Willis and Demi Moore. Who was the Miss Golden oh, Globe? Which one was it? Mm, was easy. it all of them? Was it rumor? No, rumor it's Willis? rumor. It's just rumor. It's okay. just rumor. Okay, we're getting a little bit more difficult here. Okay, okay. Last year, 2017, the iconic daughters of Sylvester Stallone and Jennifer Flavin. Who are they? Oh Can you name God. them? Can I only them? know Sistine. And? Oh, I could not. No, Scarlett there's not and Sophia. And Sophia, okay. 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 Um, let's get a little bit harder now. Now we're going to get a little bit hard. 2012, Paul Quayley and Andy McDow- McDowell. Who was the Miss Golden Globe? Oh my God, it's it's what's her name from The Leftovers? Something Quayley, Margot Quayley, Margaret Mm-mm. Quayley? Mm-mm. Yeah, okay. Mm-mm. Her name no? is Rainy. No, her name is Rainy. Rainy Quayley. Rainy Quayley. Uh-huh. Um, fun fact about Rainy Quayley, she now is, a, she does music and she goes by Rainsford. Rainsford. <laughs> Rainsford. Oh, that's, that's fun. Good for yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a song with Twin Shadow out right now. Okay. 2004, Kevin Costner and Cindy Costner. Who was the Miss Golden Globe? Oh, I have no idea what Here's their daughter's Here's a hint. She nope. had two roles and they both had her name. That's right. I have right. no idea. It's Lily Costner, who was in the Postman and the Babysitter's Club movie played Lily both times. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're here we go. 2013, one of my favorites, Clint Eastwood and Frances Fisher. Who was their daughter, Miss Golden Globe? Uh, something, uh, Francine Eastwood? Francesca Eastwood. Francesca. Good job. I was close. Never was close. forget, yeah. she had a reality show called Mrs. Eastwood and Company, and she oh. destroyed a Birkin bag and everyone got mad at her. <laughs> <laughs> she used to date Tyler Shields, the photographer, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, another thing, she was married to Jonah Hill's brother, the one that just died. Yikes. Uh, only for a day, though. Well, well, one I didn't week. Know that. They were married I for didn't one week. Um, fun fa- These are all fun facts, right? <laughs> These are yeah, really fun. Super fun. I'm loving it. 1998, David Ford and Sybil Shepherd. Who was the Miss Golden Globe? You will never know this. No, no, I'm, uh, no, no, no. Here's a hint her first name is a fruit, not a peach. Apricot. Yeah, it's Clementine. Clementine Ford. <laughs> she made her film debut in American Pie. And, oh, great. Um, in 2009, she revealed she's bisexual. Cool. Okay. Um, okay. 2014, Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick's uh, daughter was Miss Golden Globe. Who is she? Oh, no idea. I don't know. I don't know these names. No, come on, I don't know. Come on. Tell come me. on. Come no, on. I literally could. I, Just guess. Like, <laughs> Jessica Biel. No, it's Sosie Bacon, who was in 13 Reasons Why and will be in the upcoming Alan Ball show, which I'm actually kind of excited about. You know, I actually should have known that. I should have known that. She actually is kind of, if you watch 13 Reasons Why, which I don't know why you would, but I did, she's kind of got a good role in it. Like, she's good. Um, And now for my all-time favorite one of these, which took me down a path I am not willing to admit. Well, I am. It was truly a demented path. Here we go. 2002, Neil Giraldo and Pat Benatar's daughter... Do you know her name? Uh, God. Should I? Would I know her? Is it no. like? Oh, then no. Her name is Haley Geraldo, and she is legendary. Please go to the doc and click on one of these Instagrams of her. She is like a true Instagram. She's legend. Haley Geraldo Williams. Okay. Please click on her oh my Instagram. God. Oh my God. 
first I found this Instagram and I was like, are we sure this is her? And then she was like, I love my mom, like Pat Benatar. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Um, one of the best oh my parts God. is she has a blog. So you go to HaleyGeraldo.com slash about. Well, the, the blog is like a shell. Like she created the shell, but there's no blog in it. There's only one blog post, which is my all-time favorite thing about her blog. Um, it says, about me. Hi, guys. I'm Haley, but my family calls me Gina. Mm, my middle name. And I'm a 30-something California-grown wife to husband Matt Williams, mama to choky puppy Ace, Torky puppy, and daughter to big sister to my crazy rock and roll family. I'm the co-founder and designer for jewelry and ex- lifestyle accessories brand Bina and Jess, the creative director for my family's blog, The Bond. What? Oh the best part is you go to the bottom of her blog and you see Pat Benatar spider neil spider james Geraldo, which i think is her father and then her sister hannah if you click on each of these websites they're all broken it's my favorite. <laughs> each one of them is broken in a new and interesting way pat benatar's website if you click <gasps> on it <laughs> this is my favorite thing hannah's hannah's broken website is really funny pat benatar's is just a world a, a wordpress hello world welcome to wordpress <laughs> yes. this is your first post spiders um is an insecure connection so i can't click on that because it's it's a literally a, a spam and then hannah's is just a hosting <laughs> it looks like she forgot to renew and so yeah. it's just like parked here oh my i just God. love that each website is its own um, and also, I learned when I was searching for Haley Geraldo that back in the day, in 2014, supposedly Harry Styles cheated on Kendall Jenner with Haley Geraldo, which is kind of funny if you think about it in retrospect. Have you clicked um, Have you clicked any of the uh, menu items on the top of her page? None of them work. None of them work. <laughs> not one Every, of them Everything work. you click, nothing found. Not one of, Food, she has, nothing found. Decor, nothing found. one blog post, literally, in all of the categories, they don't work. I Trust me, I, I clicked on everything on this website. Create, nothing worked. Style. <laughs> Nothing worked. Nothing found. So it's I usually just... can't find what you're looking for. Perhaps searching can help. No, I don't think it can help. <laughs> Nothing works. So I thought you'd enjoy, like, that was, a, like, leading up to the most iconic Miss Golden Globes, who is Haley Geraldo Papanantar's daughter, um, lifestyle blogger, and, um, you know, legendary That's good. woman. That's fun. Um, what a fun game, Lindsay. Thank you. Um, now it's time for Rita. Oh, wait, Rita's I forgot to say the most important thing. What? The Golden Globes ambassador this year is the Rock's daughter, in case you're confused. Oh, that's fun. That's it. What's her name? Something Johnson? Well, <laughs> I'd hope Becky so. Becky Johnson? It's not Becky. It's Simone. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to all about the number one who Lindsay Bobby tell us now What's Rita Ora up to? Not much who to is say this about woman? Rita this week. She just released the best song of the year. That's it. <laughs> she finally did her job, which is like amazing. She did her job. She released the best song of the year. Thank God. It's called For You. It's with Liam Payne. Who cares? 
It's song, Who's it's song barely it's song in the it. Winter. He's barely in it, which is the, probably the best part of it. It's like and she, it's annoying because she's the featured vocalist, but she's the star. You know, I don't even think she's a featured vocalist. I think they're both featured vocalists. No, it says featuring Rita Ora. So it's Liam it's Payne. It's a Liam Payne featuring, song. Yeah. How, how is that even possible? I don't know. Maybe they did that for marketing reasons, and I'm offended. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, it's so good. That's sort of it, right? Like, what else is there to say about the I most perfect song of the year? I don't even feel like Googling her right now because I just, I feel like she did, like, the one thing we always ask her to do, which is, like, release a good song. And I'm, like, proud of her and I don't want to, like, see the Daily Mail articles that are surrounding it. It's, like, number one everywhere. Brita and Cardi are, like, both all over the charts right now, which is really funny to watch. And again, exclusively because of us. So we're happy to take credit for their success. <laughs> um... The two best songs of the year so far are by Cardi B and Rita Ora, which is just like, what a I mean, wonderful, what a seventh. wonderful bright spot. In... It's the seventh. Doesn't matter. Doesn't it's matter. The seventh. Um, Doesn't matter. Shout out to the Fifty Shades soundtracks for always being good. Mm-hmm. You know? To quote my uh, friend and coworker Joanna Rothkopf, they're the best music of our time. <laughs> they're the like, Fifty Shades soundtracks are the best music of our time. Yeah, they're like the secret like Garden State OC sound iconic soundtracks of our era, which is true. And this... I feel like has the um, potential to be as big of a hit as the Ellie Goulding song, "Looking Like You Do." I don't which know. Which is huge. I don't, we'll see when it comes out. Um, I'm sorry, I did look at my Google Alerts for Rita Ora, and I have a good headline though. Before we go, just one. Okay. Okay. It's relevant to the song though, which is which is the only reason why I'm reading it. Rita Ora oozes airport chic in all black ensemble as she touches back down in London. Dot dot dot. After releasing Fifty Shades collaboration with Liam Payne. She oozes airport chic. That is a new I wish, one. I want to ooze airport chic. I don't that, think I've ever oozed airport chic. Imagine. It's written by Laura Fox and Cecily Snowball. Imagine being in an airport and oozing anything but like bile. I know it's, it's so true. Gross. I'm like I'm like oozing like the stuff between your eyes when you like just wake up and like what else am I ooze like I'm oozing like leggings and like slippers like Mm-hmm. Sm- mm-hmm. you know like unshowered smells and with that I think we're done for the day uh, thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's thank you to Rita Ora for releasing a good a good song thank you to Haley Geraldo Williams oh thank you so much to Haley Geraldo Williams thank you to all the celebrity spawn who have to like deal with the indignity of being like the Golden Globe ambassador because it's just so embarrassing it's it so is embarrassing. like wouldn't you just say no you'd be like absolutely not I have enough to deal with being like your daughter or son mm-hmm. like I'm not doing this um, and then who else do we thank? Everyone for rating and review, reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We gotta thank them. We gotta thank them. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it. So enjoy the Golden Globes. Thank you. I'm not going to thank Lindsay Weber for her contribution to this this evening's Golden Globes meal because I'm still upset about it. Wait, you're like literally going to be eating the brie and I'm going to yeah. have to like add an addendum to being like Bobby ate all the brie. Buy it from my, from my hands. <laughs> buy it from my hands. Bye, everyone. Happy Golden Globes. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. You will say that. Yeah, yeah, they want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Come on. Hey. Come on. Hey. Oh, I love this it? one of Melissa and Teresa, and it says, here they are. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like Teresa in like a sexy red dress, like hand making pasta. And it's like, mm, yep, that's, that's exactly how your pasta gets made. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>